Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for October 29, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled Grace and Truth. This is part 37 of the overall series. The title of today's message is The Fruit of God's Spirit, Joy, and Peace. The Fruit of God's Spirit, and today I'm dealing with two, Joy and Peace. So I've been teaching this series for a while now. Uh, and uh, the foundational scriptures are John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17. Let's go back to those again today. So John 1 and 14 says, the word Jesus became flesh. We were, He made his dwelling among us. We were able to behold his glory. It was the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father full of grace and truth. He came from the father to us full of grace and truth. In John 1 and 17, the Bible says the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So here we have the law that was given by Moses, and we've studied that, but we don't live under that anymore. But we have grace and truth that came through Jesus Christ, and this is the way that we're supposed to live. So we study Galatians chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 5. Yesterday, we got to Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, where it lists the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And I like the way the Passion Bible lays it out, because most translations list nine fruit of the Spirit and list love as one of the nine. The Passion Bible kind of calls out love as who God is, because God is love, and then lists eight, the eight fruit of the Spirit as expressions of God's love. So let's read that from the Passion Bible, and then I'm going to deal with the first two, which are joy and peace today. All right, you ready? Here we go. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22, uh, 22 and 23 from the Passion Bible. The Bible says, but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all of its varied expressions. Here are the expressions. Joy that overflows. Peace that subdues. Patience that endures. Kindness in action. A life full of virtue. Faith that prevails. Gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities for they are meant to be limitless. Never set the law meaning the rules above these qualities, for these qualities are meant to be limitless. Once again, the Apostle Paul is contrasting the law with living by the Spirit. So what does this mean to you today? Obviously, I told you I'm only going to deal with the first two today. I'm going to deal with joy. I'm going to deal with peace. Are you ready for those two? Here we go. I want you to open up your heart to receive what God is saying. Two things. Number one, the fruit of God's Spirit, or a fruit of God's Spirit, and which is also an expression of God's love, is joy that overflows. Say joy. Joy. I'm talking about joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength, the Bible says. So to understand what joy is, I believe I first have to make sure that you understand what joy is not. So joy is not happiness. Most people are familiar with happiness, Americans especially, because the, the phrase or the term life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is one of the most familiar phrases in the United States because it's part of the Declaration of Independence. It is listed as our part of our inalienable rights, right? But the average person would just tell you, you know, hey, look, hey, Rick, man, I just, I just want to be happy, and that's cool. Being happy is cool, but but joy is better than happiness. Let me let me explain. Happiness comes from the old English word happenstance. The word happenstance is where we get the word circumstance. So happiness is contingent upon circumstances. 
So in other words, if my circumstances are good, I can be happy. If my circumstances are bad, I may be sad. Therefore, happiness is contingent upon happenings. That being the case, you can see how fragile happiness can be or the pursuit of it because your circumstances can change in a minute. Joy, on the other hand, is not happiness. Biblical joy, as we're learning today, is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So God's presence in us, and the Holy Spirit is in us 24 hours a day, God's presence in us enables us to tap into supernatural joy. Now, this joy includes the qualities of happiness. So, oh, I'm happy. You know, you could be blissful, right? But it's not limited to conditional circumstances. This means you can be joyful even when your circumstances don't allow you to be happy. <laughs> so a good way to explain this is by pointing out something that the Apostle Paul said to the believers in Philippi. He was writing to the believers in Philippi, and in his letter to the Philippians, he said in Philippians 4 and 4, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. In Philippians chapter 3, he told them to rejoice. In Philippians chapter 4, he's telling them to rejoice again. And he says, again, I'm saying rejoice. Now, when you think about it, think about what he said. Rejoice. Re to do something again, right? To go back to again. Rejoice. To go back into, to tap back into joy. So, so the joy that you once had, you can tap into that again. You can rejoice because joy is a fruit of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is always there. You can tap into the Holy Spirit at any time and you can always rejoice because the Holy Spirit is there. I'm going to tap into the joy of the Lord. I'm going to tap into the Holy Spirit. I'm going to stir up my joy. Now, you can't do that with happiness. Remember, happiness is contingent upon happenings. So when something good happens, oh man, I'm happy. And when that condition is over, that happiness is gone. So you, I like to say it this way, because happiness is temporary and joy is not. I like to say that you can never re-happy. <laughs> like you, you can't get happy off the same thing again. It's, that happened is gone. You know, the circum, now you can try to re-establish those circumstances so you can get happy again, but joy is not like that. You can never re-happy, but you can always rejoice. You can tap into joy anytime you want. The Holy Spirit is on the inside of you. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. He will never turn his back on you. He will never relax the grip that he has on you. God is with you. So since God is on you and in you and with you and for you, you have the joy of the Lord on the inside. You can rejoice anytime you want. You can get a, a letter in the mail that you didn't want. You can get a doctor's report report that you, oh man, I really didn't want this report. And, and, and the world is telling you things that, and you're like frustrated. And before you, you fall over into that negative circumstance, you can still rejoice. You can rejoice even in the middle of that situation because joy is not contingent upon circumstances or conditions. Joy is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So regardless of circumstances, situations, conditions, times, or seasons, you can have joy. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in you 24 hours a day. Tap into the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And this is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Number two, I only have two things today. A fruit of God's spirit, which is also an expression of God's love, is peace. Peace that subdues. Receiving peace is critical. The peace of God, right? The Apostle Paul, once again, who wrote this text, um, he, he had a supernatural peace. He wrote many of the books of the Bible, of the New Testament, while he was in jail, while he was in dire situations. 
So he was able to do so because he had a peace that was not interrupted by the circumstances. So just like you can have joy that is unconditional, you can have peace that is the same way because peace is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. God's peace enables you to, the text says, subdue, right? Peace that subdues. The peace of God can enable you to subdue every temptation to worry or to cross over into fear or doubt or unbelief. One time, uh, when the, while the apostle Paul was in jail, once again, he wrote this letter to the Philippians and, and he was in jail for preaching Jesus, right? He wasn't doing anything wrong, but preaching Jesus and he was being persecuted for the cause of Christ. And while he's in jail, in jail, he says, listen, man, in Philippians four and six, I don't want you guys to worry about anything. He says, be anxious for nothing, pray about everything. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, which is above all comprehension, will keep your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. He's saying, listen, instead of crossing over into worry or anxiety or stress or fear, you can pray. And when you pray and you invoke the hand of God, the presence of God, when you know that you have invited God to get involved in your situation, then at that point, when you when you have invited, uh, you have given earthly license for heavenly interference, that's what prayer is. Once you have prayed and you know that, that you have involved God in the situation, at that point, you can have a peace that passes all understanding. You can have peace on the inside, no matter what's going on on the outside. Let's take a, a closer look at this peace. The apostle Paul says that this peace passes all understanding or all comprehension, and it also guards our hearts and our minds. Let's deal with those two things. First of all, we have a supernatural peace that passes all comprehension, all understanding. This peace cannot be figured out. This is beyond human peace. God's peace is supernatural. We can have a peace that baffles psychologists and psychiatrists and counselors. People cannot figure out how it is that we as believers seem to be at peace in the midst of circumstances that would have brought someone else to their knees. For the believer, this is not something that we have to try to figure out. This is not something that we have to try to understand or comprehend or wrap our minds around. Our job is to believe and receive it. We are believers and we open up our heart to peace by faith and we can have a peace that passes all understanding and comprehension is beyond natural, supernatural peace. And then the text says, Philippians 4 and 6, that this peace also guards our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus. I mean, think about that. The word guard there is a military term. It actually means to pull guard duty. The peace of God is pulling guard duty around your heart, around your mind, 24 hours a day when you are in Christ Jesus. The peace of God will not allow you to slip into worry or fear or doubt or unbelief. The peace of God enables you to have an inner confidence that God will see you through this situation no matter how difficult the situation may seem. So you can have an an inner peace, a peace that is not shaken, a peace that is not stirred, a peace that is unconditional and you cannot be moved. You could just say, listen, I, I, the, the psalmist said that they that trust and the Lord shall be like Mount Zion. And one thing I know about Mount Zion is that it's not going anywhere. You could say, I shall not be moved. I have a peace that passes all understanding and I am not going to be moved. And the peace of God is pulling guard duty around my heart and around my mind. So let's close this message out today with a declaration of faith. I want you to, to declare joy. I want you to, to declare peace over your life. Say this, say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about the fruit that your spirit produces. You are love and your fruit are expressions of your love. Joy and peace come from the Holy Spirit.
I declare that I have both operating in my life. I have supernatural joy. This joy is not contingent upon circumstances, situations, conditions, times, or seasons. No matter what's going on, I can always rejoice when I tap into the power of your spirit. I also have a peace that cannot be shaken or stirred or interrupted. Your peace is pulling guard duty around my heart, around my mind, every second of every day. I have peace internally, no matter what's going on externally, because peace is a fruit of your spirit. So I enter this day with joy and peace in believing. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, I don't know why not. Go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button. Click on that subscribe button. Put your email address in there and you're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. So listen, head into this day with joy and peace in believing. Head into this day with the excitement that comes from joy, with the stability that comes from peace. You can have both through the Holy Spirit. I love you. God loves you. Do me a favor. You know this message is something that people need to hear. So share this on your social media, on your timeline, with your friends. Enter into this day with joy and peace. God bless you.